Hello and welcome back to At the Table with Jordan Hunsecker. I finally got my much anticipated guest here with me today. I know you guys have all been waiting for this moment and Hannah, you were wrong. Hannah's my younger sister. I'm in the middle of two gorgeous women. My older sister, Becky, has graced us with her presence. <laughs> say did hi, I, Beck. Did I say I wouldn't come on? Clearly, she didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast. Hi. Um, Becky's here with us. Um, she's also another women in, woman in business and has a family of her own to feed. My first question, though, is going to be, since Hannah, since I described it, Hannah described it, I want you to describe what you remember our dinner table growing up. And I didn't listen to the, to the podcast. <laughs> so you could say the same thing. I could have a whole totally different thing or I could have the same. Um, I vaguely, or vaguely, vividly remember sitting at the table in Summit Valley Lane with that window always open, always like right in the kitchen, dad's seat against the window us sitting around. I think I always picture you on the other side because it was the laughing chair and you guys would sit there. You would always be the person making us laugh. But I always remember us sitting there. Mom always sat last because she was always cooking. But it was always cooking and smoking. Cooking, <laughs> <laughs> cooking and smoking. Um, Marble 100s. Always. Marble light 100s. <laughs> always, always like a totally square meal. And I like my favorite ones were. I like, like remember your plate. Yeah. My plate was always like something like roast chicken, corn, a lot of canned vegetables. That was mom's jam. Um, mashed potatoes, those little Jiffy Pop muffins with the fake blueberries. Oh, I still make them today. They're the best. I love them so much. Um, so it was literally always like um, a meat, meatloaf, chicken, something, a vegetable, and a starch. And bread on the side. Bread and butter. Yep, and really good, like, melted butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's been out on the counter for days. Yes, probably not supposed Expired. to do I still do that. I know I'm not too. supposed to, but I do. Makes it so good. Um, but yeah, and I always just remember always sitting down as a family, which was really nice. Um, like, every single night. Every single night, no matter what. Like, I really don't even remember not. Maybe randomly, we would when Domino's became hot, we would order Domino's. That's what I was saying though. Like we didn't, no. we didn't get a microwave till I was in like seventh grade. No, Mm-mm. I also remember mom used to make all the time, um, which I still do sometimes. Those um, egg noodles with mm. butter, as a, butter as, like, noodles, nothing better. Side. Yes, with like garlic. I'm gonna have to get them for the boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love those. Right. always delicious food and always, like, hot meal on the table. Like, look forward to dinner time. Yes. It wasn't the screaming, crying Never. BS that goes on today. No, no. All right, so I want, leading into my next question, what does your, who do you have to feed? Like, tell oh, everyone daily? who your family is. Um, Dan, occasionally I have to feed him because you know how he is. Yes. He kind of does his own. Dan thing is probably the face. healthiest yeah. eater in our family. Well, besides yes. Hannah. Hands Hannah up. eats like raw cabbage yeah. that doesn't have like vinegar or anything on it. Yeah. Dan and Hannah are probably the healthiest. Not that Becky's not healthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, if it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. No, me too. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dan and then obviously Stella and Martine. Um, I am not the best guest for the show because I am the weak link of the family. I'm not. That's not true. The good cook. I have some things I can do well, but I mostly cook for... You have survival. Thanksgiving for 500 people. Well, I, ha- that, I can do, like, certain things, but I'm not, like, you and Hannah and whip up amazing... Well, 
you should all know that Jordy, Jordy feeds my family. <laughs> Tradish feeds my family most of the time, um, which is awesome because I feel like I really do. Like I, I always want, um, you know, there's like certain things you make that your kids are like, oh my God, mom, will you make me this? Like there's nothing that makes me like feel happier than when my kids ask for that. And they don't, what they will ask me for is like apple pie. Like I, like there's a couple things I make really well, but I'm not the best. I cook for survival during the week, but I do love, it makes me really happy how they're like, oh my God, mom, we have Aunt Jordy, Aunt Jordy made us these um, chicken tenders or Aunt, oh, I love Aunt Jordy's mac and cheese. So that makes me like as equivalent as it is. I wish it was me, but I'm, it's like the same equivalent because it's you because it's the same thing. Right. So it is really awesome. Um, but I love all your dinners. It makes me feel so good that I can have good, healthy food for my kids, even if I can't make it because I'm rushing around like a maniac with work and sports and stuff. Um, but I, yeah, I feed those three. Um, yeah. And yourself. Oh, and myself. Yes. Yes. Um, what does dinner time look like when you don't have tradish and you're not going to Chipotle? Like what do your, (laughs) I know Dan cooks sometimes too. I'm going to interview you, Dan Gannon coming for you. He is like our Sunday cook. He's a really good cook. I know. He's like really good. Delicious. Still, shrimp fried Diablo, and he made that. That was the best meal I've ever eaten, I think. He is really a great cook and real attention to detail and takes on really hard, difficult recipes. So at Thanksgiving, Dan um, smokes turkeys. He gets turkey breasts. Apparently last year my turkey breast wasn't good enough, so he went out and got different ones. But I'm not not bitter about it. But his smoked turkey is one of the things I look forward to. It's like the start of the holiday when I have that. It's it just really so good. great. It is really good. Um, but then I, I take care of the, the week. So like, well, if, we, if it's a week that we are not ordering from Tradish, we actually usually will cook both of us together and like meal prep on a Sunday. The things that I typically make, which are in my rotation, which my family gets kind of bored of, um, I do, I love Indian food. So yeah, but I'll this do, is going to help somebody else. Yeah. For a new idea. And I'm, I'm a total shortcut. Your girls eat, though? Yes, they will. Um, I wish I knew the... Now, when I say I make Indian food, I, like, buy a jarred tikka masala. Um, the Trader Joe's version is really good. Um, and just kind of whip that up. But then I will do, like, fresh sides. Like, I love um, cucumber salad. Mm. My family loves that. Um, with, like, yogurt. Yeah. Um, and then naan and... Um, just some like some other sort of like um, chickpea kind of sides. Yep. Uh, we love every week. It's either Taco Tuesday or Taco Someday. Yum. At my house, um, and the girls love that. And uh, what do you do? Like beef, chicken, turkey? Uh, I'll do. I'll mix it up. I'll do. The girls like started really liking beef. Oh, so, good. Which is great. Um, so I'll do beef sometimes, and then turkey. Dan likes the turkey kind, so I'll do that. He does like a he'll do like a salad, um, but do like the whole. I'm very big into the sides and the fixings, so I make sure we have the whole taco bar with lots of salsas and cheeses and veggies and all that. Uh, but uh, my oh my other new shortcut, which is totally Scoogies inspired. Um, Scoogies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Flower <out>. Town, <laughs> Pizza Caesar, yo, white Pizza Caesar, best menu still ever, I think. Um, but I do, again, I'm totally into the short, shortcuts, right? Because I'm running in from work, and then I have to run right out to practices and things. Or we're not eating until 8 o'clock, I mean, in all reality, because after practice and stuff. But I do, um, I get Wegmans hummus from their their um, cold bar. Mm-hmm. And then I get the little um, thing of goat cheese. 
So I do the just big pasta, hot, put the hummus on top, and then I crumble oh, the goat cheese, and then I that sprinkle sounds so good. pine nuts around it. It's like Stella heavenly. eat that. Stella and loves it. Marty or no? Marty is. That sounds so and good. On the fence, Dan's, it's a little too caloric for him, but yeah. Stella and I, like, sit down around at the counter. Oh, it sounds like, great. After soccer, and we're like, this is it. This is yeah. so... This is this, it. This is it. So delicious. Um, so those are kind of my... Uh, oh, and chicken. I'm. You know I'm always baking chicken. Dan, that's his favorite, so I constantly am either baking or grilling chicken. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of boring. No, that's not boring at all. That will give people ideas, because um, that's what this podcast is all about. But I don't want to sell you short either. Um, Hannah's an amazing cook. Um, it's my job. It's something I turned into. My passion turned into dollar dollar bill, yo. <laughs> but I don't want to sell you short. You are an amazing baker. I don't. I, I not to be mean, but I don't think that comes from the Gallagher's. I come think that comes from the Bissell side. That is the baking side. So I just want to talk about that a little bit. Becky made me a ombre cake for my 40th birthday. I seriously thought that they bought it from somewhere. It was so gorgeous. Um, our family's thing is chocolate cake with vanilla icing. Jeremy's icing. Well, I'm, uh, my mom's mom. So they do the, the icing. The icing. Yeah. But the baking and the meticulous... I think there's two types of people in the culinary world. You either like to bake... Or you like to cook. Um, I mean, I have a sweet tooth. I'll eat the baked goods. But once the list of ingredients gets past like six or seven, I am out. (laughs) I can't focus. Maybe that's my childhood ADD coming back. But um, Becky's always made cakes for everybody. She makes Stella an apple pie for her birthday, like special request. I just think that's so special. Um, And Becky found a quote. In Weinrichs, yeah, yeah you can it. read a little bit of it, but um, this is another thing that we were like, this is it, that explains cake, and uh, my mom is actually a big proponent of cake, like, if you go somewhere, my mom's always like, it's just a meeting if they don't have cake, yeah. <laughs> like, how can you have a party without cake, oh my, I don't, yes. like, my mom gets absolutely, she's militant about it, yeah, she'll get very she's irritated about if you don't cake. have cake, and if you have a bad cake, oh, forget she, it, yeah. she's out, <laughs> <laughs> there's no turning back for my mom yeah. with forget no it. cake, or, no, you can't, she, ice cream won't cut it for her if there's not some sort of, she will talk about it for days, right, she will talk about a party without a cake or with a bad cake, still does, I wouldn't weeks. invite her back up here, she's outside watching our kids right now, I want to invite her up and ask her, do you remember any parties without cake, she'll list you like 10, yeah, she would, she would, and she her favorite it. thing is to open her fridge and say, I have cake from so-and-so's house, do you want a slice, oh my god, she, she always takes the cake, has frozen pieces of cake, <laughs> In her freezer from probably from our weddings. I swear she probably does. She will take a piece of cake if it's a real good cake from anywhere <laughs> and she'll freeze it. And then she'll defrost it. Like it's like her she squirrels it away. It's her favorite thing to do. Guarantee she's got we could probably if we had a video camera go and find like seven pieces in there right now. I know. Yeah. I had one last week. But I was over here for lunch. <laughs> I've taken to freezing cake too. <laughs> you do it. I I swore I would not. I haven't had any so birthdays. Like, that is so gross. And now I do it. I cleared out my freezer from thanksgiving so now there's nothing in there but it's starting the season the boys birthdays are cake. next week's it is. It's cake swirling cake season, season. It's cake season. It's coming up. Oh but i want to say becky is like the best cake maker in our family um the last one was a unicorn cake oh uh, unicorn cake it looks like the 70 dollars one that you pay for at mccaffrey's um 
but it's just so special. And I think it's more in my eyes, you're making a memory for somebody as opposed to, yes, there's work and time involved in it, but to be able to put that in front of the kids and know that it's homemade. I mean, don't get me wrong. I buy cakes all the time just because I don't have time, but to bake a cake or a pie for somebody, it's just here, read that quote Becky saw this in Weinrich's bakery yes when I'm not making my cakes I'm going to Weinrich's because I love their their cakes um but they have this really great I won't read the whole thing you can look it up um but they have this great um passage at their um at their cash register when you're going up to pay and it's basically about you know cake gets a really bad rap people are like oh no I couldn't possibly have a piece of cake but this is I'll read you an excerpt from it and it's from um an author named Jean Ray and it's, I think she has a book called Eat Cake. But it says, a slice of cake never made anybody fat. You don't eat the whole cake. You don't eat a cake every day of your life. You take the cake when it is offered because the cake is delicious. You have a slice of cake and what it reminds you of is some place that's safe, uncomplicated, without stress. A cake is a party, a birthday, a wedding. A cake is what's served on the happiest days of your life. This is a story of how my life was saved by cake. So, of course, if sides are to be taken, I will always take the side of cake. So that's her. It's, I guess, that author. She has a book. Um, again, her name's Jean Ray. But I just thought that was so powerful and it's so true. Um, and I think, so I am the weak link of the family as a cook. But I think the reason I love to bake is because when I am doing it, you're right. Like, I'm making it for somebody else. Um, and I feel like it's sort of like a, making a gift or wrapping a gift for someone. And I actually have... I'm not rushed at that minute. Like I actually have the time to like be with the cake and make it, and it's like peaceful to me. Um, so I love it, and I and that's the those are the things that my kids like beg me to make them, and that makes me so happy. Like I don't know, probably because I'm a bad cook, but when your kids, like, you probably get it all the time. But when my kids are like, "Mom, can you please make me an apple pie?" I know it's not my birthday, but I want you to make it. Like I'm like, I melt. I will go to the store buy you know, bags of Granny Smith apples and start peeling because I'm like, yes, like it just makes me feel so good. Well, I love that quote. I love that excerpt. I forget when you read it to us. We were out, I forget, like Mother's Day or something. And we were like, right? this has to be a book. Or Take the side of cake. You yeah. have to take the side of cake. But I also think it's perfect for you mm-hmm. because you're the eldest sister. And Hannah and I always look to you to choose a side. Yeah. <laughs> Me versus her, or vice cake. versa. Well, now you can take the side of cake. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, this has been a great podcast. I'm sure there's so much more that we need to talk about. And we'll reconnect. But the podcast is really about connecting to the ones that you love. And finding new ideas on how to get back to what we had when we were growing up. So thanks for coming. Thanks for sharing your story. Bye.